You know that crap, like, fake it till you make it? Ah, oh, dude, it's like, there's some great ideas. <laughs> like, the idea behind that is a great idea, but then we word it, and it comes out in a way that's just crappy, right? That's just, this is BS. Because if you keep faking it, it doesn't necessarily mean you make it, right? Like, it's, it's one of those philosophies that <clears throat> used properly can really... In one, uh, increase your odds of making it. Two, speed up the process, right? But it's what's behind those words that really matter because when we just use those words, it sounds like BS and it could be BS if we don't identify exactly what we mean. So let's identify exactly what they mean. And one of the things that really sprung me into a new realm of like business and life, like one of those things that really, one of the things I look back and I go, this really did help. And I still use those methods today to help speed up the process and increase the probability of it being successful. So let's freaking do it. Let's go. Unleash Your Hustle podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now. And you know who it is. Michael Faber on the mic. All right, let's do it. Society is on the back of creators and entrepreneurs. They're the ones that are going to save the world, change the world, and leave it better than they found it. They're willing to risk it all to impact and carve out their peace. Like, who wouldn't love that? But they're being lied to. They're made to believe they need to buy this software, invest in this list, create this site. And they are out before it even started because they're worried about the wrong thing. That's the point of this podcast. To prove that that's not the case because you don't need to because we didn't and we made it. All right. So this is my thing, right? Fake to you make it is crap. I dig the, I get the idea behind it, like I said, but when that's said that way, the way those words work together, it's crap. And and really, what what do you have to do to fake something, right? Like, you have to see it. You have to know about it, right? Like, you have to learn something about it, right? Like, the people that uh, – catch me if you can, right? Like, that guy that faked it. Remember when he said, uh, how do you teach a class at, like, Princeton or something? He said, I just was one chapter ahead. But this dude was faking it, but how he was faking it was like he was really reading the work, like he was learning it, he was studying it, he was becoming it, right? Like he became all those things that he faked he was, and how he became it was by doing the research, doing the work. He just didn't want to take years doing it, he wanted to speed up the process. Now, I'm not saying what he did was right, but I'm saying what he did was he figured out all the ways to be exactly what he was pretending to be, right? Like he might have been it. He just wasn't licensed to do it or paid or supposed to be, right? So when I say, uh, when, when people say fake till you make it, I always say, like, see it till you arrive. Like, have a vision till you arrive. See your destination until you arrive at it. So see it till it's real. And, and one of the things people always say, like, did you ever see your life like this? I'm like, Yeah. For years and years and years and years before it happened, right? It's uh, I I made a Facebook post yesterday, and it was the Nike van that they used to drive uh, to track meets and sell their shoes out of. And then I had under it a picture of the first office, which was attached to a garage apartment. It was like this one room, and at one point, I think actually someone slept in it. There was a bed. But it was one room. It, it looked like it was going to fall off, like it was an add-on, and it was going to fall off this thing. It was small as hell, crazy as hell, right? Like, it wasn't safe for anybody, but that was the first office. 
and we were sitting there, and we were talking about the day we were going to buy an office building. We were going to have a floor for us, and then we were going to rent out offices, and it would take care of itself. And it was like, and now uh, for the last couple of years, we've had that. All right, we have an office building. One floor is ours. We rent out multiple offices for other people. It takes care of the expense of the building. Right? And it was just like, oh, this is beautiful. But before we had it, we saw it. And we didn't fake it. We didn't pretend like we had a building somewhere that we rented out. Because that's what I think of when I think of fake. Right? What we did was we saw it. Right? Like we visioned this. And now we're visioning another, like now we're visioning other offices. Right? Like having satellite offices. Uh, being able to then have offices in multiple locations, be represented like we are in multiple locations, but having a an a, a spot that that's where we go. So when we're come, when we go to that spot, we know this is the office. Not hey, uh, whoever's here representing us, can we can we meet up? All right. So it's it's do you see it? How do you envision it? And I don't mean just envision like the fancy cars. Nothing wrong with that. All right. I don't say just envision the house. Right. But like envision it so detailed right, I didn't just want to be I didn't just envision myself on stage speaking to people I envisioned myself in Madison Square Garden in a circle stage in the middle right? sold out arena I could tell you what people were wearing in the front rows I could tell you who spoke before and after me I could tell you what I spoke about I can tell you everything about the event I can tell you what it felt like walking in, what it felt like walking out. I can tell you even what the air felt like when it hit me after I left the arena after rocking it. Right? Like that's envisioning it. But what happens is now all those details aren't key. They are, but they aren't. But what happens is the more you the more you see this, right? The more you envision this, the more you're actually going in that direction by what you have to learn, the actions you have to take. And listen, I say those two because they're important. Learning. This is all too often what happens. <clears throat> I talked about this, I think, last week a little bit. Either people are really into the learning aspect of a craft, right? They'll read the books. They'll take the courses, right? They'll do all that stuff. And then they're slow to implement. Or people will take an ungodly amount of action while not knowing shit what to do. And it's like, dude, it's a balancing act between learning. How does that work for you? How can I model success that's already happened and take the action to do so? But how do I do any of this if I don't see it? Like Henry Ford, and think about people that did things that didn't even exist. Like I'm, I'm not asking you to do anything that didn't exist. Right? Like if you're coaching, you're not, that's not new. Right? Like it's, not, it's not this like far off thing no one knows about. And like whatever you're doing, if you're painting, if you're running a shop, if you're running a store, if you're running a restaurant, or whatever it is, what you're doing most likely has been done. <laughs> and most likely has been done by a lot and some at a very high level. And I think to the people that, that did these things that no one ever saw, like man-made flight, right? Like they were creating something that they couldn't look somewhere and say, this is how you do it. They didn't have the crumbs to follow. They had to literally figure that thing out, right? Like cars, like Henry Ford, or automobiles. Like, no, listen, I got this idea. We're going to take four tires, put some metal around it, and an engine in it, and we're going to go. Right? Like the, the cell phone. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be walking down the street while talking to someone in another country. Right? Like these things are like, wow, like mind-blowing 
crazy people probably made fun of them like unbelievable but they saw this thing in their head and they were like we're gonna figure out how to do this and how do you figure it out by learning and trying learning and trying it's very simple break it down to the simplest terms learning something trying it learning something how does it work for me trying it learning something all right this makes sense let me try this Right? And over and over and over until you have it or the system to do it. Right? Like I always say one of my biggest issues with me in business was for years I was just like, work harder, work harder, like all like so many people will say. It drives me freaking batshit crazy. Right? Like, and I'm the last one to be in the like the war against grind mentality. I, I I'm a grinder. So when you're like, oh, F to grind, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm I'm a grinder. And anybody that tells you you don't have to grind to make it. I want to see it because more cases than not, we can show that you grind to make it. But this, this like, I'm, I'm not the war against the grind mentality guy, but I am smart enough to sit here and go, just working harder. Isn't the answer, right? Sometimes it's learning better, right? Sometimes it's figuring out mistakes. Sometimes it's reading that book. Sometimes it's taking that course. Sometimes it's joining that mastermind. Sometimes it's going to that mastermind retreat November 6th through 8th. Three spots left. We sold 22 spots in like days, right? And now these three spots are the spots that are hard to fill. And it's so many people that are like, I'm like, oh my God. It, now when people say, I'm like, get away from me. I'm like, If you can't make a decision for your future, I don't want to talk to you about it. And when you make a decision for your future, I'm all about talking about it. But until that, back up. All right? It's, it's you, need to, you need to grind. Don't get me wrong. You need to work hard. But that's not just the thing. Like, just people that I, – I know, I know so many people that worked extremely hard and didn't make it. All right? And it's, and it's not – they didn't maybe didn't have – they weren't resourceful enough, which is not working hard. All right? That's not a, that's not a grind thing, being resourceful. All right? Like, they didn't <coughs> – they didn't – they didn't spend enough time mastering their craft. And mastering your craft isn't just hammering the sword. It's knowing where to hammer the sword. It's knowing how to hammer the sword. It's knowing what kind of sword you want to create and how and where do you hammer the more the temperature, the heat needs to be on the sword. Right? Like all these things that come into play. That wasn't what I just described. The hammering the sword is the grind part. Learning that other stuff is not. Right? Like that's not just working hard. <laughs> It's uh, it it's it's learning, it's implementing, it's modeling, right? Like it's there's the the terms I can use for it is an ungodly amount. But the idea is, don't fake it. Become it, right? So see it, and then just keep seeing it and keep seeing it and keep diving into the details of it. Exactly, like you want to be a coach. All right, what kind of coach? How do you want to impact people? Where do you want to get them? What's the results they're gonna see? Right when they see the results, what what's the relationship you're going to have with them? Right, like how is that going to work? How is your sessions going to work? Are you doing individual? Are you doing group? Are you doing both? All right, like what are you going to charge? All right, like as the more you see of it, the more you're creating it. Right? Do you see that? The more you see of it, the more you're creating it. And then the more you see of it, the more you're going to try to learn and figure out to be able to answer those in a legit way. Listen, when I started seeing things that I'm like, oh, what am I going to charge for one-on-one coaching? I'm like, oh my God, what do people charge for one-on-one coaching? Right? I'm like, I don't even know. Let me look it up. Right? See that right there? That's what happens when I don't know something. I go, let me, let me research this. 
All right. So now a question I would need to know by me envisioning it, by me seeing it, made me then wonder something, which then made me research something, which then made me learn something. And then I have more of the puzzle actually in place than just like, no, I'm a coach. You get it? Like, be more than, I said, uh, you get it? Like, I think I said that too many times. That's my thing today. The more you do this, the more puzzle pieces are going to be in place, the more the picture you're actually going to see and be able to do. And that's going to make your chances of success higher. There is no... Think about the percentage of people that are extremely successful, right, and what they do and how they talk about what they do. Like Elon Musk talks about how he loves it. This dude used to spend 100 hours a week and he would look at the camera and say, I love it. People said I wouldn't be able to do it. People said I wouldn't be able to keep it up, but I love it. The people that made it, the people that are at that level, like they fell in love with this because they know how much time they're going to put into it. And it's hard to put that kind of time in to be at extreme level or high up in the chain and not freaking love it, not be dedicated to it, not engross yourself with it. And listen, as my, as the things I visioned come to fruition, I'm visioning something else. So people are always like, what happens when you get to your mountaintop? I'm like, by the time I got to my mountaintop, there's another mountain I'm already scoping out or climbing. Or what I learned was what was what I thought was the top was really just a just a side piece, and now I'm going towards the main, right? Like it's there's a million as you learn and grow, your vision grows. Right? Like as you learn and grow, your vision grows. Now, don't get me wrong, there was there was years we spent on the grind with the same vision because we weren't getting there, right? Like it was slower. Right? Like I say that a lot today. It's not it's not saying you'll see this vision and it'll just be like done, next vision. Some are longer than others. I will say this when you get going and you start learning and you start having money, it starts really slow. At least it did for me. It started really slow in multiple areas. Started really slow. It was really trudging, right? It was it was hard. It, there was times where there was defeating moments. I always say we lost plenty of battles. We just wouldn't lose the war. But as you get going and learning and mastering and developing it starts getting a little bit easier and a little bit easier and a little bit easier. The task didn't get easier. You got better, right? So now a vision that would have been unheard of years ago now takes four months, right? a couple months, less than a year. And it's because of the time and hours spent previously. That these things become more doable because we are more capable. So that's why I talked to you about l- t- learning. Be willing to learn. 
and then be implementing and have the vision so you know what to learn and what to implement. So you got to see it. Not necessarily fake it, but see it till it's real. Thank you guys for listening to another Unleash Your Hustle podcast brought to you by Unleash You Now and hosted by yours truly, Michael Faber. Listen, three spots left, November 6th through 8th at headquarters. This event just keeps getting better. It's freaking amazing. I'm so excited for it. All the people that are putting in such hard work for it. I'm so excited the people that are trusting us and coming. You guys are freaking phenomenal. And this is my goal, right? Like, this is my goal for this event. You're going to spend what you spent, but it's going to feel like it's going to feel like it was a $25,000 event for what you spent. That's my thing. And that's what I'm working to create every freaking day is that event where it feels like it's a $25,000 event and, and, and you, you robbed us. That's what I want you to feel like you robbed us. Like you're like, hold up. I must have paid the wrong amount. That's what I'm going for. So if you're there, awesome. If not, you'll see the pictures. Peace, love, and happiness. Yours truly, Michael Favor. Till next time, unleash your hustle, show the world your greatness. Let's get it. Peace. We out. We out. We out. Thank you so much for listening to the Unleash Your Hustle podcast with Michael Faber. Brought to you by Unleash You Now, where we want to show the world your greatness.